0: The Mel Gedroid Podcast Hey there, it's Mel G and this week on my natty little podcast yeah, I'm down with the kids we're going to be talking about hospital horrors and we're going to be indulging in some Tell Mel, brusque, honest Tweedy. If you like that then have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from 1 on Magic. There'll be more chat and some great songs thrown in for good measure <laughs> Bush, don't make me laugh. You oh, yeah? know, you know that things have been going on with me medically recently, and I'm not allowed to laugh uh, too is
1: much. Carrying an injury as we
0: carrying speak. Carrying an injury. Well, you've been repaired, haven't you? You've been I've, repaired. I've been repaired, my love. Thank you very much indeed for that. And um, I just wanted to, I wanted to share with you something, Bush, about mm-hmm. this. It was a hernia. Let's be honest. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be open about that. Um, went for the sort of pre-assessment. Yeah, the pre-operation assessment. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's, I've been told not to laugh too much, otherwise it might just burst out again. So, Ouch. <laughs> Anyway, I went for the pre-op assessment. Yeah. And it was really quite tense. Sat in a very, very hot room mm-hmm. with uh, a male nurse who was brusque. Let's be honest. He was brusque, to say the least. And he brought out the notes and he suddenly started shaking his head, going, well, I don't know why you've been... Put up, put up for this. And I said, sorry. And he said, well, oh. I mean, your um, your echocardiogram's are off the scale. I don't, I don't even know what an echocardiogram Neither is. Neither do I. Uh, your blood pressure is... Uh, I don't know if you should be be even put through this. I, I was <laughs> so frightened. Turned out he got the wrong notes.
1: Oh, my <laughs> words. Oh, my word. Um, he that was... was-
0: Reading somebody else's
1: notes—that's <laughs> terrible. I'm not laughing, but I, that's awful. I'd have, a, I'd have, I'd have an e- echocardiogram or whatever, even getting that bit of information.
0: I can't, honestly, my blood pressure was starting, my heart was starting to pump. I was thinking, what's going on? What, what, they, they haven't told me something. Literally, somebody else's notes.
1: Meanwhile, he's given an 85-year-old lady a clean bill of health <laughs> earlier on in the week. <laughs>
0: I was really. Have you ever had that happen?
1: No. Well, the only thing that's comparable to that, I, I will never forget this as long as I live. Uh, when 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 my daughter was about to be born, uh, you know they've got the little machine that makes the the, the heartbeat noise. You can hear the heartbeat. Do-doom, 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 do-doom. Oh yeah. And yes. then um, uh, the the midwife left the room for a bit, and then it suddenly went ba boom ba boom ba. What? And I was like. What? And it turns out I just ran out of printer paper. <laughs> but, so they had to change the printer the cartridge in front because it, it it does a little printout of the thing. And I, that, that, for me, would have been Bush. how you felt. It was just awful.
0: There is a slight cherry on the icing on the cake to this story. The nurse's name was Rommel. Oh, worrying oh. medical stories there.
1: Well, the, the most worrying bit for me, Mel, is Rommel. What a name. Who's called Rommel these days?
0: Well, exactly. hmm he, I mean, this nurse, you know, very, very... I'm not doing him down at all. No. He was incredibly apologetic, uh, but, um, I d- I, yeah, it wasn't a good day for Rommel.
1: It wasn't a good day for Rommel. I mean, I feel sorry for people in those kind of jobs because, you know, in my job, for example, if I make a mistake, what's the worst that can happen? Not much, put on the wrong records. But if you're like a doctor <laughs> or know, a I nurse know. or yeah. you're in charge of air traffic control, you can't have a bad day, can you?
0: Do you equate air traffic controllers with with surgeons, Bush? I I think their job is a bit less stressful, isn't it?
1: I don't know, I imagine it's pretty stressful. All that stuff going on at once. Imagine spilling your cup of tea if you're in the middle of air traffic controlling. If That's a verb. (laughs) Do you
0: know what I mean? Oh, anything, actually. Any job. Can I just say to all our great, great gang listening today, who I'm sure a lot of you have proper jobs, unlike Bush and I, just well done. Anyone with any job frankly, that is not broadcasting. Yes. is I, I, I take my hat off to them.
1: People who do a service for this country, well done. Uh, however, if you're an estate agent, you must sleep like a baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for, uh, talking of which, that's funny you mention estate agents. I did something a bit weird the other day. I was recovering from said, you know, little bit of surgery. Yeah. I love to talk about it. I'm sorry, I'm doing that <laughs> middle-aged thing. All I want to talk about now is my surgery. Um, anyway, I was sort of recovering at home. And th- I was a bit bored, to be honest. I've been told yep. you got to rest. Got to rest up for a few days. Mm-hmm. Bit bored. Um, walked past a house for sale... And I thought, oh, I might just pop in and have a look. Have <laughs> Did you ever you? done that? No, no. So I phoned the number on the board. I have no intention. I, I live in, I'm very lucky, I live in a house. Yeah. I don't need another one, but I just thought, well, I'll just go in and have a nosy.
1: So you, had, you were like the equivalent of, is it, they call it tyre kicking in the car buying trade, where you yes. just come around and just have to sniff about. It was fascinating. Wow, so you had a look around their actual real house.
0: Two streets away from where I live. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> look through the little photos on the fridge. <laughs> look through the thing. Yeah things things have got bad haven't they bush that i'm resorting to that, that is that
1: is, bad that is boredom that is out of hand you're snooping around other people's property mel this is I feel like we're going to get a call at some point we're going to have to come and get you from oh, somewhere
0: dear. now bush how's your week been
1: well mel my week has been full of temptation
0: Ooh. Well, hello.
1: Well, we're in kind of like uh, mid to late kind of October at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. And I was walking around doing the big shop as you do during the week. Oh, I love a big shop! Such a crazy life, <gasps> I leave. Big shop on on a midweek night. Love it. Brilliant fun. Anyway, I <laughs> walked around the corner of the aisle in the shopping centre and came face to face with a great big stack of mince pies. It, uh,
0: it's amazing, isn't it? They're everywhere. So early, even pre Halloween. Pre Halloween. I know.
1: I mean, the thing is, though, and this is what I wanted to speak to you about. I like mince pies. And Same. I, I'd happily eat them all year round. Same. But I've got a feeling that if I bought them, I'd be booed by people, or is it bad that I would want to eat them all the time? Is it wrong?
0: Were they in Christmas packaging? Yes. Of course they
1: were. They're festive. mince pies. Festive Are, packaging. Do they have yep. mince pies out of festive <laughs> oh,
0: times? As I was saying that, I realised, you idiot, <laughs> not you, me, <laughs> I was talking to myself in a slightly self-centred way, <laughs> you idiot, why would they, when would you have a mince pie that's not in festive packaging?
1: I think they need to do a line of mince pies that are like, okay, yeah, the Christmas thing's brilliant, we've all had a good time, we've all had fun, but now why don't we try and change things up a little bit and have like a, a normal run-of-the-mill, even a summer mince pie. that has got like a, a tennis racket on the front of it rather than a, a berry and some holly. You see,
0: I've got, I've got strong feelings about Christmas, Bush.
1: Really? In what yeah, way? I've got strong
0: feelings. Really? Yeah, I just think you don't tamper. Oh, really? I think each thing... Ha- Look, get... What about a Halloween snack? Why didn't you buy a Halloween snack?
1: I just wanted a mince pie there. Did and you there. buy them? No, I didn't. I, I thought I'd come here and check first <laughs> and I'll go straight out and get them.
0: Well, in a slightly tell-male way, I would say probably no. Really? But I, we'll discuss further. We'll wow. discuss further. I just think you don't tamper with Christmas.
1: Wow, well, that, that's, that's a stronger response than I expected.
0: Yeah? Okay, good. <laughs> Atmosphere, oh, you could cut it with a knife. I can't believe, Bush, you even contemplated buying a mince pie out of the festive season. And yes, end of October is out of the festive season as far as I'm concerned.
1: Mel, I'm shocked. I thought you were a maverick and that you just uh, played things by your own rules.
0: Don't tamper with Christmas.
1: What, so what's so sacrosanct about Christmas that we can't just have the fun of it a bit outside of the normal no, festive
0: No, 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 no. Really? No, if you do that, then everything starts unravelling.
1: I like like Baileys in the summer. You can't have Baileys outside of Christmas Not
0: really. No, not really. And also, what what are you talking about? Having Easter eggs in, in, I don't know, sort of December?
1: I'm not an animal, Mel. I'm not an animal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you drink a glass of pims, for example, in the winter months? No, you wouldn't, Bush.
1: Actually, that's a really good point. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that.
0: Would you eat a cucumber sandwich with the crusts cut off? Outside of summertime, no, you wouldn't. I
1: wouldn't. That would be weird. It'd be weird in the winter.
0: Good. So now, so Christmas begins, as far as I'm concerned, on the first of December when you open up your first door on the Advent calendar. Okay. Which is not a chocolate one. I won't. I don't hold with that. That jiggery pokery. (laughs) That modern Americanized stuff. Yeah. Yeah? Okay.
1: So you must rule Christmas in your house with an iron iron. fist. Real. Rod of iron. Stir
0: up Sunday. Now that's fun. What's that? Stir-up Sunday. Or stir-up Sunday? Stir-up Sunday when you make your Christmas uh, Christmas cakes slash puds.
1: I've never heard of stir-up Sunday.
0: Stir-up Sunday. I think, well, it's in November.
1: I've never heard of this day before at all.
0: Stir-up Sunday. That is allowed outside of December, but otherwise everything Christmasy must be kept to December. All
1: right, what about this? I'll cut you a deal. I won't buy... I won't break <laughs> early and buy and buy mince pies. I can't
0: believe you're even thinking about it.
1: If you get me into Stirrup Sunday. Get me into Stirrup Sunday, I will cancel my order for the mince pies.
0: Listen, I have a machine, a a sort of factory of Christmas cakes that are made on Stirrup Sunday. I'll let you know when its it is. It'll be mid-November.
1: Okay, well, look, drop me a text and I'll try and make it.
0: All the very best. Promise you won't have a mince pie bush. Look at me in the eye.
1: 100% Okay. I'm willing to sign that. I'll sign it, I'll sign it. I'm still not
0: sure if I believe you, but anyway... (laughs) Bush, my dear Bush, what what's what you doing? You're like Tom Cruise out of Cocktail. He's Just, got he's got a, he's got the old uh, antique jar yep. filled with bits of paper, and he's giving it a sort of very professional-looking shake.
1: Just giving the topic pot a little bit of a shake up. I don't know if you can hear this at home. Nice. Yeah, it's not bad, is it?
0: And while you're at it, I'll have a sex on the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Coming right up.
0: Now, come along now. What? Oh, hang on. Here we go. He's dipping. He's straight dipping straight in.
1: Straight in. Mel, this is for you, written by somebody from our office. We've got no idea what this topic is, but you have to reply to it and respond to it. Okay. Last, Last time you hid as an adult. Oh, that's
0: absolutely <laughs> marvellous.
1: What a great question. Last time you hid as an adult.
0: Um. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Uh-huh. It was about uh, three weeks ago, pre-surgery.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, I was in the local supermarket. Yeah. And I was, I think I was in the, I was on the baked goods aisle actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I caught sight down the other end of the aisle of a teacher. Oh, Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say if it's a current school or if it's a school that one of my kids used to be at. Uh
1: oh.
0: Or indeed, maybe it's just a teacher that isn't at their school at all. Okay. But uh, she's a local teacher. Mm hmm. And she's a lovely, lovely woman. But if you engage her in conversation, she will literally talk your hind legs off. <laughs> I mean, li- literally, mate, about anything. Okay.
1: Oh, and, and sometimes you just <sighs> want, you don't want to speak to you people, don't. you just want to get on with
0: it. I had a little glance at my watch and I thought, I can't, I haven't got time. Yeah. If I say hello, it's going to be 40 minutes. <laughs> so I hid uh, in the special offers. By the special offers,
1: Oh, great place to hide.
0: There was some sort of mackerel and various bits and bobs going on in the yeah. chilled uh, chilled offers. And I did hide there until I saw her go to the checkout.
1: See, I'm 100% back into that. It must have made the last bit of your shopping exciting, like a game of Pac-Man. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Try and <to> avoid her. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Yeah, because odds on, actually. You you kind of yeah. go, oh, speak, 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 and then bye, see you, And then you have that embarrassing yes. meet-up again. Luckily, that didn't happen. How about you, Bush? When did you last hide?
1: I hide a lot from people who knock on the door and want to try and sell you stuff yeah. or uh, are. Is it Jehovah's Witnesses that come to the door? Yes. I've done a bit of. I don't know if it's going to send me to hell directly, but I've hidden. I've even crawled on all four in, from one room to the other to get away from uh, someone knocking on the door to try and turn me to a religion.
0: Oh, really? It's a bit of that. I find just say I'm a Roman Catholic and that literally is like pouring salt on a leech and it will send them. <laughs> Literally hering off. Okay, so right, I'm getting a picture. So you sort of you duck down below letterbox level in yes. case they happen to.
1: Well, they do. I think they do that quite a bit. These people who knock on the door if yes. they want to sell you stuff. I mean, yeah. like Avon Lady, that kind of. They still have Avon Ladies. <laughs> do you remember the Avon Lady.
0: Love the Avon Lady. Do
1: they still do that?
0: Well, I, I'm. Is it that sort of thing that's having a bit of a kind of postmodern ironic comeback? Maybe. Does it still exist as a brand? I don't know. And did because they used to come round actually with samples, didn't they? Yeah, sit and
1: have a cup of tea with my oh, mum and go through stuff. Oh
0: I love it.
1: Wish they did it for blokes, like Avon Bloke, and they turn up and they sell you some Newcastle brown ale and pasties and a couple of tea towels or something, a spanner.
0: And some male scrub.
1: Male scrub, that'd be so good.
0: Oh, I don't know, Bush. I'm gonna find out though. And That's... I'll and I'll report back. <laughs> now, listen up. This is what I like to call Bush's Red Letter Day, isn't it, Bush?
1: That's a great name for it. Bush's Red Letter Day. Yes, I've
0: just made that up now. It is Saturday. Ah, oh, what is so special about today, Bush? Tell me,
1: uh, Mel. You're going to love this. It's International Caps Lock Day. Sorry. Caps Lock. You know when you accidentally you put Caps Lock on your c- computer.
0: Is there a day for that? It's
1: a day of having capital letters, and it's today.
0: So everything we say should be like this today, Bush.
1: shouted like, for example, sometimes if you accidentally leave caps lock on, you've started writing an email, and suddenly you think, oh my God, that looks really shouty, what have I done? (laughs) Someone's thinking, I'm losing it.
0: International Cap Locks Day. Day
1: Well, I've got three facts about words (laughs) for you, Mel. You're going to love this. Good, come on. Fact number one, there is no word in the English language that rhymes with month, orange, silver, or purple.
0: Month? Punth. No, that's. Orange? (laughs) You can't get away with that. Orange. Oh, hang on. Borage, the herb. No, it's not quite there, is it? Borage. Silver
1: or purple as well.
0: Silver. That's strange. Isn't that strange? Good. Lovely facts.
1: Fact number two. Due to to a printing error, there was a word in the English dictionary from 1932 to 1940 which didn't have a meaning. The word was dored, which became known as the ghost word.
0: How is it spelled?
1: D O R D. Dawed. Doored. doored.
0: So it was given no um, explanation. It, was, it was, just, was
1: just there as doored. Existed for eight years between 32 and 40. was known as the ghost word.
0: Right. I think today is the day that we give it a meaning.
1: Bring back dawds. Doored.
0: doored. What is a Doord? Oh, I was a bit of a dawd yesterday. I forgot my keys.
1: Went over on the yeah. ankle in town, made a right door to myself. <laughs> Feel like a right dodd. <laughs> We've done it. Lucky it's become a swear. Uh, now, the most final fact, the most difficult tongue twister in the English language is the phrase that I've printed on this bit of paper. Oh, now, uh,
0: this amazing. is the most difficult,
1: most difficult phrase to say. Can you say it?
0: Sixth sick shakes, sixth sheep sick. Oh, oh,
1: it's tricky, is it?
0: John, I'll hold have it up game. for you. I'll hold it up for you.
1: Uh, we're going to put this on our Facebook page, so you can have a go at okay, home as well. Okay, have a go.
0: Have a go. S- sixth, sixth, sheep, sixth. sixth Ooh, he's oh, not, he's not doing do it well. It. He's not doing it. The
1: well. end of this microphone is you're going to have to be washed. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely terrible. The temperament.
0: Sixth, temper six, me. Six, shake, sixth, sheep, sixth sheep, Sorry, Bush. Can't say it. That's pretty I, good. Uh, unlike you, Bush, before I go on the radio to broadcast to our lovely listeners, I actually do a vocal warm-up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, in future, can I suggest that you do the same?
1: do re mi fa sol la
0: <laughs> That was great. I loved International Caps Lock Day. Thank you very much. Thank you for bringing that in. That was Bush's Red Letter Day. <music> Okie dokes We are dipping. These are all written by our esteemed colleagues. Yes. In the office. Oh, it's it's
1: exciting, isn't it? It is exciting, isn't it? It's a bit like playing the hat game at Christmas. A little parlour game going on here. Don't tamper with Christmas push. Oh, I know. We've already had that warning.
0: Oh, dear. I'm come December, there's going to be some very strict guidelines in this. I stadium.
1: feel that in many ways you might oppress your household, <laughs> your household at Christmas, Mel. I think I do, Like slightly. Chairman Mao, walking it's around. A bit,
0: it's a bit OCD. Yeah, slightly o- OCD. <laughs> OCD Christmas. Now, oh, this is good. Would you rather be a giant mouse or a tiny elephant?
1: Who writes that question as the first thing that pops into their heads?
0: I, I know immediately. I want to be a tiny elephant, of course.
1: So, would you rather be a giant mouse
0: or a tiny elephant? Why
1: would you want to be a tiny elephant?
0: Because it would be so cute. <laughs> Imagine the attention you'd get if you imagine oh. if there was a little tiny elephant just g- clopping along. How small are we talking? Desk? It? Like, well, I'm thinking like you know, sort of um, no bigger than a mobile phone.
1: Really, that's a that is a yeah. really it's tiny a elephant. Tiny
0: a little oh. tiny trunk. It would be so cute.
1: If someone was feeling down and they're feeling upset at work, I mean, you know, those those moments it's quite awkward. If someone's upset at work, imagine just saying, "Come over here and just putting a tiny elephant on the desk," oh. and they'd be like. Oh, God, I feel so much better. Thank you for bringing that in.
0: The reverse would happen yeah. if you if you said, bring in the giant mouse. That would be absolutely terrifying.
1: Come and have a look at this.
0: How big are we thinking with the giant mouse? Like, oh, uh, smell it. Weasel. Yeah. Mice wee the whole time.
1: I could, was confronted by one. I love seeing mice on the underground. you know when you see oh, them? Oh,
0: I, I'm obsessed. Yeah. yeah and my you... favourite is Oxford Circus.
1: Yeah, there's loads there. Central
0: Line, Oxford Circus. Mm. There is a little family.
1: And when you see them, it's like it's like you've caught them out. Like you, you know, when you see the stagehand oh, at the back of a play, yes. you slightly caught them out. Like they're running, trying to put the scenery in place. I'm, they're but, so, so cute, sweet. but they're lovely. But if you see a rat, you just think, "Oh, that's awful." Get never, I have never seen it. a rat. I've seen rats in, in on the, the un- tube on the I've never seen one. Yeah, so <sighs> mouse, little tiny mouse, fine. Big rat, get the hell yeah. out of here. And
0: little mice, when they move, it is like they're clockwork, isn't it? it they have just got that little scuttly. They're all
1: so sweet. So sweet. How can you hate them? So uh, yeah. I think we've we've most definitely answered that question.
0: But wouldn't want a giant one though. No. Imagine one of those tube mice. Yeah, the size of a boar.
1: Yes, so big as it can wear like a coat or an adult yeah. pair of trousers.
0: <laughs> really? Imagine the length of the tail. Oh. And the uh, texture of the tail. Oh, uh, what,
1: yeah, what would that be writ like? Rit large,
0: horrid, and Horrible. the teeth writ large. And just copious amounts of wee, because they are incontinent. They just wee all the time, mice. Do they? Yes, that's why you, That's how you can smell them so easily, because they're constantly weeing. Well,
1: I wouldn't want him in that my office, that's for sure. Exactly.
0: Tiny elephant it is. It's <laughs> time for Telmel. I'm now going to adopt the Telmel pose.
1: I love this pose.
0: Which involves me standing up out of the chair and slightly straddling. This I mean would... mean business.
1: I would say, Mel, that you're posed is a bit like... You know when someone leans into a bonnet to have a look at a car that's broken down?
0: Good. I suddenly thought of a Jane Austen character leaning into a bonnet. It's not that. <laughs> it's leaning into a... Yes, it is. Leaning into a car bonnet. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Commence. Hi, Mel. It's Linda. I was just wondering, if I find an item of my husband's clothing that I don't like lying around, i chuck it out. Do you think that makes me evil? Linda, you are absolutely on the right track. I would go so far as to say anything left on the floor at all should be put in a black bin liner and thrown away. Next. Hey Mel, it's Adej. There's a guy in our office who's always my craving fish and it stinks the place out. Should I have a word with him about his lunch? Adej, my love, listen up. You not only have a word, you take him outside You look him in the eye very, very sternly, and you say, look, mate, if you bring your stinking fish into the office again, you are sacked. Adopt the Alan sugar with this, mate. Nothing less. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Steve. My Sky Plus box is at 90% full, and it's making me feel unsettled. Am I right to be worried, or do I need to get a grip? Steve, go into your planning section of Sky. This involves pressing, I don't know, a green button or a yellow button or some such. Look at all those shows that really you're not interested in. I think you'll find you'll lose about 89% of that room. Yes, end up with 1%, never go more. You're totally not losing your grip. I'm with you. Oh, thank you so much for listening to Miss Scrumptious Podcast. Yeah, hear more larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from 1 on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast.